Hey everyone, this is Rob with Couch on Fire Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Yes, today. Not yesterday, not the day before that, or not tomorrow, but today. I hope you guys are doing really well. Um, on here, flying solo. I should do like a little solo intro because I've been doing these solo ones for a while now. I think it's pretty cool. You guys are really digging it, which is pretty awesome. You know, other podcasts are out there and they're doing, they have some solo things and I guess you guys really like what I have to say, which is weird to me because I don't even like what the hell I have to say. <laughs> but anyway, yes, it is good morning. Um, I have I always have time early in the morning when the babe's still asleep. I call her the babe, but that's my daughter. Um, and then uh, the wife is asleep. So it's like everyone's asleep right now. And I'm just, I am a morning person. I know it's weird, but I'm a morning person. And I enjoy my mornings a lot. I have peace and quiet. I can make some coffee, just sit down. Um, today, I'm not going to have any coffee, though. Cause I think I'm going to be fasting until noon. So we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, oh, man. So yesterday, day off and hung out with the wife and daughter. Honestly, I've been having a lot of, like, I don't know, stomach issues the last couple of days, so I've been dealing with that. But, dude... I'm going to tell you this right now. Something happened yesterday, and I just it made me laugh. But at first, it didn't. Trying to watch my wife parallel park is like watching the last scene of The Sopranos. If you know what I'm talking about, you, you'll understand. But the, like it's like back and forth and out and in and back and forth and out and in. Can you get out and check to see if how close I am? I mean, this is the... I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Love that woman, but she's crazy. She drives me nuts. It's funny because, like, I laugh because I'm a funny, I just laugh at a lot of shit, and she just gets so pissed off, and it's so funny. Um, but I kind of like doing it. I don't know. Am I the only guy out there or the only husband out there that, like, when things are going well, you just like, man, it hasn't been a fight in a couple of days. I kind of just want to poke the bear to see what happens. I think subconsciously, I just want to, you know, poke the bear to see what happens. <laughs> I like fighting. It's, well, see, me and my wife, well, okay, let's, time out, let's talk about this for a second. It's not really fighting. If you're from up north, um, no offense, you southerners, but if you're from up north, these are conversations, loudly conversations of expressing your opinion, and you have to speak over them. That's what that is. I would not say it's a fight. <laughs> it's more of a a argument. So that's what uh that's what these conversations are with my wife. Me and my wife, we don't really have a we every once maybe once a month or once every two months, I think. I would say once every two months we have like a real big argument where like we're just looking at each other like two gunslingers, you know, just like you know you got like tumbleweeds going by <laughs> and like newspaper clippings just flying in the air because there's wind out of nowhere but um by the way sorry about the nose oh, I've just been you know congested stomach issues you know it's, it's falling apart <laughs> but um but yeah so we're like two gunslingers but uh I think honestly the the most that we argue now for the longest time, it was about money. I mean, I think everybody argues about money. 
It's just all the fucking time. Money, 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 money. But not to get too much personal information, uh, we used to own a house in Charlotte. We bought it when the market was low, and we sold it when the market was high. So we made a good, we made some good money. And then we moved down here with that money, and it bought us, put us in a good down payment on the house. I'm buying a fence. I got to get gutters now because this fucking house has some gutters. If you hear me ranting about that. <laughs> uh, we had to buy a whole new car outright because on the way down here to Myrtle Beach, my old Honda Civic blew up. It literally blew up on the side of the road and me and my dog were just sitting there like waiting. We had to wait an extra four hours to get uh to get home, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, we... Uh, Man, I really do lose my train of thought. It's crazy how how often I just derail from the what I was talking about. Fighting. We're talking about fighting anyway. But yeah. So um my wife and I you know, we we have our we have our tiffs, we have our things. Um it's crazy. I I really don't think about it. But like there is things like pet peeves and stuff that she has that I have and um one of the things that I just want to do that I I don't know I don't it's another thing men are from Mars women are from Venus you remember that book it I, I did read that book a long time ago don't ask why um and one of the things it says in there like you know a lot of women they want to vent and men we like to fix shit we like to fix things so if there's a problem, we want to fix it. So if you vent to us, we don't take it as venting. We want to fix that shit. So that's how I feel. So sometimes she'll just, I'll come home, she's miserable. You know, daughter's crazy. Um, she's loud all the time. So, <laughs> you know, she's a four-year-old. She's running around like a maniac. Anyway, um, and my wife's just like, I need a break. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Let's let's do this. You know, I encourage her to do whatever she wants to do. But I feel like she wants me to tell her what to do, and I don't play that game. Well, I don't really know that game. So I just, like, sit back and let her. If she, just, if she came up to me and said, hey, I want to do this, I'll be like, okay, go. Um, but she'll come home, I'll come home, and she'll just be miserable. And I'm just like, okay, well, what happened? So she vents to me and tells me what happens, and I clearly want to fix it, but then I get mad. Not at her. And I feel like she always thinks it's about her, but it's not. I'm just mad because I want to fix this thing. I want to fix the problem that, you know, that puts stresses on my family. And I don't know how to. I don't have the proper tools to do this. So that's a, so we fight. That's an argument right there. <laughs> These are uh, what you call nothing fights. I think there's a comedian that said there's a, nothing fights when it's like literally over something so stupid oh my god it's just over something so stupid like I put the dish on top of the t you know not the dish in the dishwasher kind of thing oh my god so <laughs> oh I love it though she's a an amazing mother and she does a lot for me and I don't take her for granted and I know she doesn't know that but I do like fighting sometimes it just shows the dominance. Like I feel like I don't want her to think that you know she's the she's the top shit. I should be the top shit, kind of thing. Like this is the pack. I'm the pack leader. But uh, she challenges me sometimes. It's great. <laughs>
But I think it's good because we also don't hide our emotions from each other. I think it's really a great thing to not hide anything from your spouse and just be truly honest. And I always am. Like, what was it? I would say a couple months ago, some random girl just sent me, like, an old friend of ours was sending me um, some nudes. And I'm just like, I, I didn't talk to her. I didn't really care too much for her. And years later, she sent me a topless picture. And so I clearly looked at my wife. I said, hey, look at this. This, this, this is what kind of stuff I get. She don't get she's just like, whatever. And I just deleted it. We moved on with our lives. But it's like, you know, <laughs> I thought she would get pissed off or something. She shows no emotion sometimes. And um, which I, can, I wish I could be that cold. I really do. I am, uh, if you look at it, roles reverse. I'm very, I'm not cold. Um, she's not cold either, but she's very black and white. And I'm, I'm definitely developing a gray area for a lot of things. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I still snap. I'm still like, you know, when people piss me off. I think now as an adult, I control it 10 times better than I used to. But I protect my family a lot. So when things are, when my daughter's crying, when my wife's upset, I go into protective mode. And that's when I'm more black and white. But the gray area is just more of like, well, I see where you're coming from. But, um, you know, my daughter, she's crying at the dinner table. Right now we're trying to teach her how to, uh, you know, just sit still at the dinner table and work through that process. And... She just likes to get up and watch her shows. So we turn off her shows, and she just whines and whines and whines. And I feel so bad because I don't know if she understands. But my wife's like, no, she understands. You need to, We need to do this. And I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm following the lead. But I hate hearing people that I care about get upset. And it's not just about my wife and my daughter. I mean, I have friends that I've protected over the years. A lot of them don't even know it, but I've I've derailed problems where they're about to get their ass kicked and I'm just like dude stop or you're gonna have to fight me you know and stuff like that I mean I've always been the protector so I've really been caring but anyway so these fights fun times in fact I think when I'm on I'm gonna wake her up right now and fight with her I'm just kidding <laughs> but anyway yeah that was my little uh, couple minute rant about uh some fights with my wife you can clearly tell that um i had an argument i am watching my baby through a monitor right now she is she's slowly emerging from the abyss <laughs> oh man so i remember i'm trying to remember what i really wanted to talk about there was some subject i really wanted to talk. oh yeah how can i forget this fucking traffic is horrible holy shit Listen, I record I record probably about three or four of these solo podcasts a week. You only hear probably one of them. The other ones, eh, not so much. I, I just, sometimes I get on here and I just fucking, like, vent. I just go right at it. I just go bam, 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 bam. And then I, I stop abruptly. And I just realize, man, I can't put that up. You know, there's... It's it's weird. Like I'm very open. I'm very honest to everyone that I meet. I try to be. I used to not be that way, but I, things have changed in my life. So I'm trying to be. I try to be different. But there's still part of my world that I don't want to share, and like 
I've always been a happy-go-lucky guy, but there, I'm still, I still, dude, I'm still human. I fuck up. I, I get pissed off. I still do things that just are crazy, and I, you know, part of me wants the world to see it, but then part of me doesn't because it's very, we're very judgmental as human beings. I mean, we're just very, we're a judgmental species. We judge so much about things, and oh, people probably judge me for podcasts like this or podcasts that I do with other people. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But part of me still just, it's so hard to get over that hump to really try to show you all the sides of Rob and not just the persona of Rob. So, and it, that's kind of like life though, you know, you go to work, you're fucking miserable, but you got to put on that face and it makes you become, like when you start doing it, it makes you become an actor and makes you become this two-faced person. And you don't want to be, but it it does. And I feel like over the years, I've always been a two-faced person. Um, you know, when I first met my wife, I mean, I just, you know, I was just an asshole, a complete dick, didn't care. You know, I think once moving away from where I grew up at was a really big thing for me. And having a child very humbled me, made me realize that I just need to be honest and truthful because when you tell one lie, you tell them all. You know, you're digging yourself out of a hole. Well, first you got to dig yourself in the hole. You tell one lie, and then you go down deeper, then you go down deeper. It's just bad. So you just got to, you know, not even fucking dig a hole. That's what I say. <laughs> but I don't know. So maybe those episodes will come up one day. Um, but anyway, back to what my – I got sidetracked. But I do remember where I was heading. So kudos to me. Um, the traffic here. Holy shit. I talked about it in another podcast. It's just, it, you know, it's crazy because it's not as bad as I've, where I've lived. I've lived in places. I used to live in Las Vegas. I used to live in Honolulu, Hawaii. I used to live in Cleveland, Ohio. I used to live, you know, and I'm from Baltimore. So I know traffic. I understand. Every state that you're in, they always have, oh, we think they were the worst for traffic. I think Hawaii is probably the worst for traffic. But, um, I didn't drive there. I rode a bus. So I didn't really have to deal with it too much. But I will say, the traffic here, it's not that it's congested. It's not that there's a lot of people coming down here. So when I mean traffic, I mean all the retired folks that are down here. I mean, that's great. Retired, that's awesome. It's, it's, it's Weather down here is nice. You still get the cold. It's hot as balls. And I'm sure you're loving that shit. But damn, there should be an HOV lane for you know, 55 and plus, because, I mean, you guys cause more accidents than anything in the fucking world, I'm telling you, I'm driving down the road, and I just see, you know, young kids pulled over with an, um, another car behind them, and it's an old person driving, like, what are you doing, like, they don't, they just don't care, like, they don't look, they just cut you off, I mean, and I used to, I used to have so much road rage, I used to road rage it out, that was like my big thing, but then I calmed down, you know, I've calmed down the last two years, and so now when someone cuts me off, I just do that thing where it's like, yeah, okay, look at this fucking guy, you know, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> like, it doesn't, doesn't bother me, um, I, I, I say that, but there is that one or two days where it's just like, what the fuck, you know, like, you just get really into it, like, you just start grabbing the steering wheel, biting it, I mean, I get, sometimes, but not as much as it used to be. 
But the, the traffic is just crazy. So I live in Myrtle Beach, for the listeners who are not listening. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It is more a predominant tourist-driven town. So, yes, there's a lot of people coming in and out. Well, there's really only like two ways, maybe three ways to come into this fucking place. <laughs> so the one way is like the main way, and it happens to be the road that I have to get on to pretty much go anywhere. So, which sucks. Now, I found a back way for a lot of other places, but so did the tourists. Or no, a lot of locals take the back way, so now the locals are clogging up the those pipes. So it's just... Uh, it, now I'm on I'm on the verge of learning the times and down to the minutes of where and how when do I have to leave like right now it's like oh it's it's 7:30 a.m. I need to leave by 8 o'clock because well it's Sunday so it's not that bad church would be so probably around 10 you know you this is the stuff you got to start thinking about so now I just literally told you the day and time that I'm recording this <laughs> but um yeah, this is the stuff you got to think about, and it's, it's I don't want to think. I just want to get up and go, do you know, be the machine, fucking just go to work, come back, you know. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm pretty fucking lazy. Uh, if you checked out the last podcast, me and Alex did. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking lazy. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if it's. There's a lot of storms happening recently. And so the the climate's been jumping. It's not cold, but it's definitely like you know during the day it's like ninety five to one hundred, and at nighttime it's like seventy five to eighty, and it's just kind of like mm, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of dust in this house. I have no idea. Hope there's no asbestos. <laughs> we recently just bought a house, and we've only been in it for like three months, so still kind of learning. Um, slowly changing everything in this house. Adulthood's fun. But uh, that's another thing the wife and I argue about. We watched this Netflix uh, documentary. I don't know the name of it. This little Asian girl. She just comes to your house. Doesn't speak English. And she basically just tells you, throw your shit away. Stop being a hoarder. There you go. I just summed up that whole show my way. (laughs) That's basically what it is. But no, she goes through a process. And um, we've kind of adapted that a little bit. After seeing that show, you really want to declutterize yourself. And so we just cleared house. Now, luckily, when we first watched it, we were in an apartment because we sold our house in Charlotte, moved to an apartment, then moved here. And um, so we just threw away, like, barely non-essentials. But it's tough because growing up, you know, like, I have knickknacks. I have things. Um, For the folks that actually watch the videos of these podcasts, I'm not recording right now. But when Alex and I do podcasts, we always put a video up on YouTube and stuff. You'll see the back of my room. I have a couple little cool knickknacks and stuff that I grew up with, you know, some cartoon characters and things like that. Um, But I used to have a lot more, but I kind of just settled down, you know, I'm like, "Mm, I'm in my 30s, I need to start thinking about the future, you know, golf, and uh, reading, (laughs) when's the the year when I start uh, becoming Tim the Toolman Taylor and I start um, refurbishing or a a new like a like a sixty seven Ford <laughs> like when do I start reworking on cars I don't know <laughs> I feel like there's like a time it's so funny timelines as a at least as a male I can't speak for the female like you start here and then by the end of your twenties you know you you slow down with a little bit you still drink but not as much as you used to you don't go as hard more beer more you're all about you're all about the IPAs and drafts. 
and then once you get into your 30s you start think you start wearing like you know fucking new bounces and just the plain cargo pants and shorts you know these are these are steps you do these are this is like every father does these and subconsciously we do it i don't know why i don't know what the fuck it's like a stereotype and we definitely do that shit there's a reason why there's stereotypes out there because it happens and I'm part of that stereotype. I'm in there right now. I mean, I got my fucking new bounces because they feel good. I've had these shoes for months. <laughs> um, I still rebel. I still do things like, you know, like I used to. I mean, I have tattoos. I show those off. And I have, um, what is it? I keep my, my, my keys on my hip. I don't really put them in my pocket that much unless that is a dad thing to do. Maybe. Who knows? If you're a dad out there, let me know what the hell you do. Comment below, like, what is what is the, the things that you think that your father did that you're doing now? And you don't mean to do it, but you're just consciously doing that shit. <laughs> because it's, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I feel like there's a point where that happens. And then after that, it's just, I don't care. You just sit at the beach a lot, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, man, oh, I'm pretty sure my wife's turning into my mother-in-law. But maybe I'll save that for my <laughs> my next podcast. Uh, not to go back to you know me and my wife, but um, she definitely has a lot of mannerisms that my mother-in-law has, and I think it's funny. I pick up on things really well. Some just like uh, and they're not bad. It's just I look at it and I'm like, oh my god, you were turning into her. It's happening. Oh jeez, you know, the, and it's funny because you see those commercials on TV of them turning into stuff like um. The men turning into their fathers, like, like the young men wearing those glasses, like older fathers, like we should get health insurance, and uh, it's just it's just kind of funny. I don't know why I thought of that. I think it was I just oh that's what it was. I stared at a picture, and there was a picture of her and her mom, so it definitely helps out. But yeah, so traffic is just fucking horrendous. Uh, I'll get over it. This is my first summer in Merrill Beach, so we'll see what happens. Um. I will say, oh, oh, I was recently talking to an old friend of mine. We used to work at Blockbuster together. I used to work at Blockbuster for many years. Um, enjoyed it, but miss it. <laughs> for all the young folks out there, Google Blockbuster. Just Google it. I mean, I'm sure you're aware of it. I mean, you were alive when it was still open, so, um, yeah. Definitely check it out. But anyway, one of the stories of Blockbuster. Oh, I'll never forget this. I don't know how I didn't lose my job this 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 moment. So, I'm not claustrophobic. I'm never. I'm. I'm telling you, I am not claustrophobic at all. Well, I didn't think I was until this time where where I was working a shift. Um, my boss was there. Um, a couple other people were there. It's busy. It's like a busy weekend, I think. I had to go to the bathroom, so the men's and um, females right next to each other. It's just a single toilet kind of thing. I go in there, lock the door. I'm taking a shit. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, yeah. Get done, wash my hands, try to open the door. Door won't open. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Eventually, I start banging on the door, and my boss comes over, and he's just like, what happened? I'm like, I, can you open the door? I can't open the door. And he can't open it from his side. I'm just like, right now at this point, my level's probably like two. I'm not that upset. I'm just like, what the hell? He said, hold on, I'll be back. And I said, okay. And I'm sitting down on the toilet. 
probably about five minutes, six minutes pass. I don't hear anything. I'm like, what's going on? So I'm banging on the door again, and one of the other employees comes over, and he said, oh, yeah, so-and-so, he's on the phone right now. Um, yeah, so hang tight. And I'm just like, why is he on the phone? I'm fucking trapped in this bathroom. So now my level's at five. I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting pissed, and I'm just, ah. Uh, so I'm just sitting in there, sitting in there. I, you know, I would, I want to say, to embellish the story a little bit better, I want to say I was in there for hours, but I clearly wasn't. Maybe it was like 25 minutes tops, around the 20 minute mark though. I just, I just lose my shit. I don't know what came over me, and I was like, I'm getting out of this damn thing. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know why I didn't think about breaking the door down. Probably should have did that, but instead, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, the female bathroom's right next to me. I'm gonna go through the wall into the female bathroom so <laughs> yes you heard it right here first I started punching the fucking wall bam left bam right bam left just going right at that damn wall drywall's coming my knuckles are starting to get cut up and bleeding and so I made a big enough hole I mean I'm a big guy so I made a big enough hole for me to go through I'm just thankful when I put my fist through that a woman wasn't sitting right there because it was right in front of the toilet like imagine sitting in the toilet and to your left you got the, you know, you got the toilet paper, and then right above it, a fish just comes fucking bam, barreling through. I mean, that'd be traumatizing. But anyway, so I went through there, I went through that hole, and um, next thing you know, and I come walking out of the female um, restroom. I mean, I got drywall falling down on me, dust everywhere. I'm shaking my hair, and it's just like dust. I got blood dripping from my knuckles. And everyone in that store stopped and stared at me. Customers, everyone. They heard it happen, but they didn't were like, what the hell is that noise? Because it, it only took maybe like 30 seconds for me to do all this. And my boss was on the phone. I look at him, and he hangs up the phone. And then I walk right into the employee resting area, the back room more or less. And I sit down. He's just like, what the hell did you just do? And I said, I, I, I don't know why. I just lost it. I started panicking. I started getting upset. And that's for some reason, that was the first thing that came to mind. And, you know, like I said, I probably should have just, barked, you know, kicked the door. Maybe I could have just got the door. Nope. Went through the fucking wall. I'm surprised I didn't lose my job that day. <laughs> um, that's the type of fucking shit that I did as a, you know, 18, 19-year-old. Or I think it was like 17 or 18. I don't even know. Um... Yeah, I didn't lose my job. Didn't have to pay for the wall. In fact, I think the company was already starting to go under that they just didn't give a fuck. Um, district manager didn't care. We actually just covered up the hole with two movie posters on each side and just hope no one peeked through. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I found out that day that I really don't like when people don't communicate with me and tell me that they're on the phone with a locksmith because that's what he was he was on the phone with the locksmith and I really don't like being trapped in a bathroom <laughs> so if you ever see me and I'm over your house make sure that door doesn't fucking get locked because I will be going through the drywall <laughs> like uh, the Kool-Aid man <laughs> but yeah so that's a funny story I just wanted to kind of tell you I thought it would be pretty cool um, but yeah Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Um, I hope you guys have a good day. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, 
I thank you for listening and uh, enjoy. Oh, are you still there? This is not an ad or a sponsorship, but I will say I'm trying my best to be get a sponsorship from this great place of business here in Myrtle Beach. And hopefully by the next podcast, you'll hear more about it and know more about it. I'm not going to name drop, but I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for supporting this small podcast. Eventually, we will be big and we will remember all the people that have been there since day one. Love you.